What up, dude? <laughs> dudette. Dude, dudette. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm solid, dude. <laughs> uh, we're recording on a day we usually don't record, which is Wednesday. Uh, and so many things are happening. Oh, it's a new episode is out. Uh, it's so fun. People- and we're recording a new episode on the day that it came out so it's so much yeah so much is happening it's so much but Wednesday Wednesdays are so fun because we get to see like things people thought were funny or uh-huh. or like uh, I like today that um someone posted something which spawned someone to think of something else which was are you a sit down or stand up wiper <laughs> I just I had okay had no idea uh and now I'm questioning everything in my life. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like uh, I think people make assumptions based on their habits because it's right. behind closed doors. It's not something you talk to people about. Like I I, I feel like I have to be sitting down to wipe my butthole because <laughs> like how it's like that's how your cheeks spread apart and then you could get it. How do you stand up and wipe your asshole? Okay. So I just did like I just – pooped a little while ago uh-huh. and then um so I was like very conscious about it and it's okay. kind of like the evolution of man <laughs> where I was like the first wipe I'm sitting and uh-huh. I just kind of lean forward and uh-huh. then I'm like did I get it all and then I'm like no I want to go back around so then I but then I stand a little but I'm still like squatting like squatting my yeah. legs apart so there's still like an opening and then and then I'm like, okay, yeah, I got it all, but like one more for posterity, posterity, posterior, posterior. And then I like stand a little more, but I'm still like, you know. So, so I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of like you can't get in there when you're standing up, though. No, no, but you're not standing upright. You're like you're still squatting bent over. I don't like working. In any way. Like if I have, if I'm like doing a squat, which is like, you kind of have to engage some leg muscles. Well, you kind of lean on the end is what I noticed myself doing. Yeah. You're still, I was still basically sitting. I don't like like to get up. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Like I, I lean to one side, you know? Yeah. And wipe my butt. But, but I'm can, still sitting down. We can and I all use agree. A and I use a fucking, I use like the wipes. Oh, like, yeah. My butthole is so clean, guys. <laughs> no, mine too. I use the wipes. I don't have a bidet, but I, I need to get one. But uh, we can all agree you don't you don't wipe back to front. No, because that's how you get like a every kind of infection in your cooter. Or you get like poopy nuts. <laughs> you it's get You get front sh- to back. You get shit shat, shit sack. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, you get know. a, you get a, um, um, a crappy you, chode. <laughs> <laughs> you get doo doo taint. Ugh. I don't want to know. It taint, it taint where the doo doo's supposed to end up. <laughs> it taint supposed to wipe that way. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, did you uh, drop your right. coin purse in mud? No, I'm a fiber. Uh, <laughs> I remember it's like remember. a dunkaroo. <laughs> mock turtleneck I right now what that. the fuck is it like cool in there it's like it's like folly here so oh, okay. i'm going to an event after this so oh my god well, in you're gonna Georgetown. have like pit stains i'm wearing black it's fine okay <laughs> oh my oh, god oh my god okay so we have some exciting news uh yes. by the time this episode is posted and live we will have launched a patreon 
Patreon. Yay! What is a Patreon, you say? A Patreon is a, is a place where if you feel like we deserve any sort of money <laughs> for what we're doing, um, you can give us some because mm-hmm. uh, we, we it takes a it takes a lot of time and energy and uh, and also money to produce this this here pcast. Yeah, uh, it's just for if like you really appreciate this. If you find yourself laughing in your car, if you love being part of the Facebook group, if you uh, love Wednesdays or whatever, like if you just enjoy this. You know, obviously it's free and that's cool and we love doing this. So we're we're doing it regardless. It's not like you, you know, we don't need the money to continue doing this. But what uh, will happen if, you know, we are able to get some monetary support is that we can do more for the podcast. So one of the goals we have is to create merchandise. um, And we're working with a friend of ours uh, who's super cool and – and has a, a screen printing business. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're working with him to create a logo that we can use for um, for merchandise and maybe long term for the podcast uh, that is easier to print on things and uh, use, I guess, in multiple capacities. Um, yeah, and we're we're not we're not gonna fuck around with some bullshit uh, um, clip art clip art or you know crappy t-shirt quality we're gonna we want to do it right and we want to make sure that it's like something that you would actually wear Mm -hmm. uh public and not like just to bed (laughs) right like i'm gonna wear i want it to be something i wear like around town and yeah and i want people to be like oh my god what that's a cool shirt what is that what's what's whatever it says on the shirt yeah and be able to like be a walking billboard for the podcast oh and i'll be like oh it's like this really great podcast hosted by these like super funny ladies oh they talk about buttholes and dicks (laughs) and vaginas and everything and uh i don't co-host it or anything no no i don't i don't know who they are i've never Uh, met them before in my life i wish i wish i did yeah they seem chill as fuck and they're just so fun uh but Yeah. yeah so that stuff's kind of a, a little uh, pricey to float, and since we're both unemployed, <laughs> uh, you know, it uh, it's something this is that our we job. haven't been able this to is, do yet. This is our full-time job. Uh, yeah. We, we love doing this so, so much, and uh, I want to be able to keep doing it and uh, do it in the best way possible for you guys. So. Yeah. So some of the rewards that we're um, kind of – kind of looking into uh are definitely bonus episodes we're actually recording a bonus episode right after this on the kentucky meat shower it's only going to be available if you're a patron of a specific level um and so that's something that we will offer we'll we're going to do like q a sessions we're going to do uh video content we already have a bunch of stuff you could check it out on the patreon page it's uh patreon.com backslash DTFU podcast. Yeah, DTFU podcast. You could Google it too. Just I'll also I'll also put it onto the I'll I'll put a, a social a separate media. yeah social media and I'll put it on the website. So there's like every oh. all the information that you need, so you can go to the website and Love find it. the find all the information there. So yeah. yeah, so love it. Love you guys. Love it if you support us. If you don't, that's cool too. We're still gonna do this, so don't worry. Um, yeah. Will always be a free thing, and we yeah. just we love the support regardless uh, if it's monetary or not. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> speaking of which, share this episode with a friend. Okay, cool. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, so let's get into fucked up stuff of the week. I was gonna talk about the Ted Cruz porn Twitter thing, but oh my god, that shit gives me so much life. Oh, my God. Uh, because it, I used to work in politics, and I, I can't tell you how hilarious it is when <laughs> shit like this happens. Like, whether it was actually him or an intern that manages a social media account, uh, it doesn't matter. It's 
it's so fucking fun funny. anyway yeah it's so fun um and it, it always just makes me think of that gif of it, him trying to hug his daughter because yeah. it's so cringy yeah. you know she's like ew so, no yeah like get the fuck away from me that's why i think it's actually him um <laughs> yeah uh i always think it's actually them they just need to like scapegoat it to someone else but yeah um uh, or they were hacked <laughs> yeah quote unquote um it just reminds me to uh deliver this psa which i have delivered in the past which is if you're gonna look at porn use an incognito browsing window and that mm. is all that yeah. is all yeah lots of people watch porn it's no Porn's judgment great yeah it's no as judgment long as, you know it's like consensual and not like fucked up but you know right. yeah there's different levels of it uh they make lady porn that's like not as uh what i would call uh obscene i guess uh in a way um mm. but yeah i really just love seeing balls flop around like <laughs> it's my favorite <laughs> uh can you close can you close up on everyone's butthole a few more times oh that'd be I, great i'd love to see that hairless scrotum again thank you <laughs> um yeah so that's my psa i don't know if you have anything fucked yeah. up this week uh you know, I really don't know how to pivot into this from that, but I was going to go a little bit more sentimental. Uh, mm. I talked to my mom yesterday, and I just, I, I just want to say, I feel so bad for in the past. Like I don't know, it was like a couple months ago. I was being such a little <laughs> bitch about her, like teasing about how my mom doesn't listen to the podcast. She totally does. She's like the most supportive mom ever. Um, She's so sweet and so cute and just she so I was talking to her yesterday and she's just like, oh, I just love you girls. Just tell Nicole I love her. I love my girl. And I'm just like, mom, you're the you're she's so she's the best. Oh, I think uh, I knew she was listening again because. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I think it just took her a while to to get into it because she's she's a busy busy lady. Yeah. Yeah. She's like a fourth grade teacher. Like she's got a lot of shit going on. That's and, a hard job. And this and it this is such an opposite thing of that. Like, right. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. like uh, she probably has a lot of things to think about throughout the day that are like kid related and this is not right. obviously not suitable for work and yes. Yeah, all of that and, stuff. And and the time that she like is driving to work, she's like calls me. Right. You know, and is Well, and her drive's not that long. It's not that long. It's like yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah. So yeah, I just I just felt I my fucked up thing is that I just felt like a butthole and I wanted to say that I love my mom. Oh, I love and, your mom too. And I I told her I'd tell you that she says hi and she loves you. Oh, oh, I love her too, and I, I say hi too. Uh, yeah. and yeah, we love our moms. My mom listens like a lot. Uh, uh and she's the best. Texts me about it. Yeah, and she's always saying to say hi to you too. So, yeah. uh. We love our moms. We love our moms. Yeah. Of course, they're our biggest cheerleaders, but it it, it goes without saying, but we should acknowledge it, I guess. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I just was being a dick about it like a few episodes ago, so I just wanted to, to I really wanted to to clear the air, set the record straight. Yeah. Put all the cards on the table, whatever other fucking cliche. Uh, To be (laughs) fair, she wasn't listening then, though, so... Sorry, it's living uh, in perpetuity. Uh, yeah, but we know you're listening now, and we yeah. and we love you. And yeah, yeah. Anyhow, anyhow, well, that's it. Um, uh, also, <clears throat> uh, I guess I'll give as we're segueing into the topic. I guess uh, I also want to give Pete a shout out because I feel like uh, we had an episode recently where he said to me, "Oh, that was the first time you said something about me, and it was like nice." And I was like, oh, oh. that's awful. But uh, that's we love Pete. Pete's yeah. The best. Pete's the best. OK, uh, I I obviously love him very much. And we live together and we share our life together. Um, so but, but, you know, I tend to dig for things that are funny and sometimes uh, it involves him and it's not maybe showing him in the best light. But um, oh, I know it was because he bought me a vibrator. <laughs> He's like, that's, that's like the, the first- nicest thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm sorry. But anyway, uh, we we were choosing a topic this week and tangentially it reminded me of something that 
Pete had wanted us to do a topic on, so we kind of pivoted, and we're doing an episode on something that he thinks is really interesting and fun and funny, even though it's, like, also kind of tragic in a way. Uh, yeah. Uh, so this is this episode uh, is my dedication to Pete, I guess. Like, this one's oh, for Pete. This one's for Pete. Yeah. This um, goes out to you, Pete. Yeah. So – uh, he's really excited about it, um, and I hope uh, we do it justice. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I think it, you also found another way that it's relevant to current events. Uh, I think so. I feel like, okay, so It just came out in theaters Yeah, last week, um, and I think that this event would have given Penny, Pennywise the Clown a real boner. <laughs> or um, he might even be the one that orchestrated this whole fucking fuck up. Is it like a balloon animal boner? Like how it goes... Yeah. Like yeah. out? <laughs> <laughs> uh, one, okay, one time real quick, I got to tell the story. One time we were out to dinner uh, at a local Mexican restaurant up in the mountains. Uh-huh. You know the one. Yeah. Uh, Go no further. It, and... There's, like, always been a dude in, like, the, the like, shopping center who, like, makes balloon animals in the summertime, and he came in, and he made a dick hat for, like, on purpose. Like, we, like, made him make this for my dad. <laughs> it was hysterical. So, anyway. Was it your dad's birthday or something? Or you, everybody I think so. just had margaritas, so. Oh, okay. Uh, meh, I think both. it might have been a margarita situation. Yeah, maybe both. Th- those one steps. Oh, they're so good. <laughs> I don't know. So anyway, what we're talking about today is the Cleveland Balloon Fest of 1986. (laughs) It sounds so fun and benign because the Midwest and balloons, just how much more scandalous can you get, you know? It it was fun, literally up until the minute it happened. I think people (laughs) were excited. This was, you know, Cleveland was having like a little bit of a hard time. Like they... Their football team is named the Browns. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I, I don't know. It was just like basically I did. I went a little deeper into Cleveland because I was like, let's orient ourselves on like this city. And before we get into this, because basically this event was supposed to be a big win for the city. They, they'd had some hard times. Mm. They peaked early. So. It's like the equivalent of peaking in like middle school, I guess, because they peaked. <laughs> oh, you're 11. You're this is as good as it's gonna get for you. Yeah. Oh, you, all of your features are in proportion, but guess mm. what? Your nose keeps growing. You're about to hit puberty and fuck shit up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh so they essentially peaked in the the 1940s and the 1950s. Um, following World War II, Cleveland was the place to be. It was like the complete opposite of today. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, sure it's I'm lovely. Just kidding, yeah. But you know, Cleveland. I don't know. <clears throat> I, I, oh, I would say in the 80s. I think I think now it's like cool. It's getting yeah, cool yeah. again. They got yeah. some really cool stuff there. They've got Totes. like a great art museum. They have like a beautiful symphony. They have. Uh, a great theater district like they they got some they got some cool shit you're right it's like uh i feel like cleveland Cincinnati. everything fucking sucked in the 80s yeah everything so but but it was before that so like okay they peaked in the 40s and 50s business was booming and everybody was like bringing businesses to cleveland and then they were on like a sports roll so the cleveland indians won the world series in 1948 <sighs> which p.s they changed need- that name Change that fucking logo for Christ's yeah. oh, sake. Oh, yeah, the logo's real offensive. What the fuck, man? It's like Whew. a cartoony. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's real good. bad. Uh, anyway, the Browns were actually a great football team at that point. They weren't a skin mark on the NFL until Mm-mm. recently, probably. Um, I mean, I hope they're not Mary, named after Mary Brown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are they? AKA Mary Mallon. Oh, wait. Just who, kidding. Who was I thinking of? Molly Brown from Titanic. Molly Brown. Unsinkable Molly Brown. <laughs> um, I think they have an NF or sorry, an NHL team called the Barons, but they were doing good too. Uh, and they had a um a bunch of boxing and track stars coming out of the city, and they were dubbed the City of Champions. And then Isn't Jesse Owens from Cleveland? 
Yeah. Yeah. That's he, not, yeah. yeah. Great. So Olympic champion. Yeah. Um, so they were, they, uh, in, they really uh, peaked in 1949, which is when they were named an All-American, the All-American city, I think for the first and last time. And a lot of that probably had to do with like 90% of the city being white because we were like mm. super racist then. Yeah. Uh, more so than now. Uh-huh. Uh, and th- that was about the peak because in the 50s and 60s, shit took a real sharp turn downward. Uh, there was a lot of social and racial unrest, um, obviously across the rest, rest of the country, but in Cleveland it really was detri- like super detrimental to their economy. Uh, mm. People started moving away from urban areas <laughs> into the suburbs. Um, and then in 1978, it became the first American city to default on its finances since the Great Depression. So it wow. went from being like this business hub. It had all, it, it had a lot going for it. And then with all of the unrest that it had, uh, it, it kind of plummeted. Um, wow. And then right before the Cleveland Balloon Fest of 1986, unemployment had peaked. So, like, they were really looking for a win. They needed a win. They needed something good to happen. They needed some positivity. They needed yeah. some, you know, unity. Kumbaya. Um, kumbaya, yeah. And what says, you know – Unity and Kumbaya, like a bunch of fucking balloons. <laughs> I don't know. A balloon makes me happy. Like if I know, if unless it's held by a terrifying clown. But well, yeah. I mean, yeah. So they decided in 1986 they were going to do a fundraiser for the United Way, um, and it was going to be a chance to put Cleveland on the map. Uh, they wanted to. They wanted to break this. Uh, Guinness World Record for the simultaneous release of balloons set the previous year by Disneyland uh, mm. in in like the OG Disneyland in Anaheim, California, uh, which happened on the 30th anniversary of Disneyland opening. So was um, there? I didn't look into this, but I don't know if you did. But w- were there any problems with that? I don't think there were. Right? I don't think there were. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Anaheim's pretty close to. I mean, it's it's really not near any anything that I, I don't think it could disrupt, really. Especially during the 80s. I feel like it w- still wasn't as developed as it is now. Yeah, there was still a lot of, like, orange groves yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it, yeah. Like, it, I just don't think that. And, like, California has pretty stable weather, so, mm-hmm. mm. like, it would have been fine. Um, so... The same guy or the same company that re- was responsible for the Disneyland deployment was also involved in, in this uh, event that they planned. Uh, this guy, uh, it was called Balloon Art by Treb, which is <laughs> a guy who, who it was owned by a guy named Treb Heining. What a name. And, yeah. What a, I don't know Treb. what Treb. Yeah. What? I don't know. Like Some big treble. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I love <laughs> that that made you laugh so hard. <laughs> oh so my he God. gets uh so Sorry. they do this thing through the United Way and kids <laughs> in the schools like sold the balloon sponsorships for two dollars uh that went to the United Way. So it's like two bucks for a a balloon to get blown up, I guess. Yeah. Um so they designated this area on the public square, uh, which is, I guess, like a park kind of area in downtown Cleveland, uh, and created this like enclosed structure that was like as large as a city block. They and they erected uh, like an enclosure <laughs> and covered it covered it with a mesh net. So and it was like a one piece net, and it was fabricated by the exact company who built the cargo nets for the space shuttle. Which cool. So um, far, everything sounds great. It's tracking. Really, I, I'm oh, like man. into this. I'm like, yes, go Cleveland. You're gonna, you're gonna win. You're, you're gonna rock this out. Yeah. It's like fucking your, your rock and roll hall of fame. Balloon fantasy. Hell yeah. Uh, so the structure is as large as city block, covered with a mesh net. Um, and underneath that, in inside the enclosure, they have a 2,500 volunteers. Uh. 
blowing up balloons. They worked a full night and into the morning to try to fill up two million balloons with helium. Fuck. So these people are working and it looks it's so festive it's so fun they have like news reporters like interviewing all the people who have volunteered like people are like getting like uh like blisters on their fingers from tying knots and stuff and they're just you know but it's fun so they stopped around 1.5 million balloons how many balloons Uh, would that be with today's inflation oh my god like (laughs) 30 3.5 million i don't know (laughs) i don't know uh i don't know they i i could do the calculation in google but I'm not <laughs> um i mean so these people are like sitting under this like huge canopy of balloons that are like floating above them it's so cool it's like it looks like they're under like a giant like magic mushroom or something it's to it's the pictures are incredible, incredible. yeah they're it's, so good i mean just imagine that's a lot of fucking balloons. That's yeah. so fucking many balloons. It's beautiful. Um, it's like they're all colorful and like. It's joyful. It's yeah. so cool. And like the whole concept, I, I like, I, lo- I love it in so many ways. However. Yeah. Around, at around 1.50 p.m. on Saturday, September 27th, uh, 1986, close to 1.5 million balloons were released from the the Cleveland public square, engulfing the terminal tower and setting a world record. Engulfing it in an awesome way, like those pictures are amazing too. Uh it it like looks unreal. It's so it's so cool. It's so surreal. So trippy. It's awesome. Up until um, this exact point, everything is amazing. Like they there was even like high gust winds the night before they had released this. Like so many things could have gone wrong up until this point, but they got to this exact point. And like they even made this enclosure but like they kept the balloons in, uh, able to withstand ninety mile per hour winds. Like yeah. they had everything. Because it did the night before. It did. Yeah. Yeah. It was like crazy because they're like on on uh Lake Erie, which is creates its own weather it's like being on the ocean kind of so yeah they had everything down pat and it you're like great this is awesome they're yeah they're they're patting themselves on the back they're like we're no longer the mistake by the lake (laughs) which is what they were called prior to this moment is it mistake on the lake or mistake maybe mistake on the lake yeah because they're on like Erie. anyway everybody just they're just it's like a moment where they're just like yes this is our this is it this is it this is our this is our seminal moment yeah where things are going to turn around yeah um so they released the balloons a little bit early to account for the weather that was rolling in cool Mm -hmm. uh and smart they even they even made sure the balloons were made of they were specially made uh and were supposed to float up disperse and then eventually biodegrade mm-hmm. like the the material they were made they even made them with was biodegradable oh so did that happen it sure didn't <laughs> uh nope. that's a no for me doc that's a no it is a big no <laughs> uh what actually happened was a the weather they were trying to avoid when they released them earlier came up real quick uh, a cold front came up uh and it started to rain so it pushed the balloons back down to earth mm. um Balloons everywhere. No. So they had floated up and then they just came right back down. Oh, no. Uh, and they didn't go very far either. So streets were clogged up as they came back down to the roads and caused traffic jams and also like looky-loos and people being like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> uh, yeah, it shut down a runway at the Burke Lakefront Airport. Mm. Uh a bunch of balloons landed in uh, on somebody's property who owned Arabian horses. Uh, they're prized Arabian horses uh, owned by someone named Louise Nowakowski. Mm. And she was not happy um, <laughs> because I think some of the horses got injured because they were freaking the fuck out. Um, and then many of the balloons ended up settling on the surface of Lake Erie. Um, where a Coast Guard helicopter was searching for two fishermen who had disappeared the day before. Uh, and this is very fucked up because it ended up being such a problem. All these, I, I, I just want you to imagine 
um, hundreds of thousands of balloons on the surface of, of water. Colorful, bright yeah. balloons. Orange, red, blue, green, white. white. Green, yeah. yeah. Uh, and they're everywhere. Trying to find a person amongst that is impossible. So they had to suspend their search. Yeah. And also, obviously, they couldn't fly the helicopter through all this. So. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Well. So they. But. So even if they waited for it all to kind of die down and like everything to settle, they couldn't. They still couldn't find like a, a person in the middle of like hundreds of thousands of balloons. It was like finding a needle in a haystack. So they had to suspend yeah. their their search uh, and unfortunately, uh, those fishermen's bodies were discovered later. They washed up on shore, uh, much later. To be fair, they went missing like the day before, right? Cause they were reported right. the day of. Yeah. I mean, it's still, you know, they still could have been found mm-hmm. had there not been a bunch of balloons. Cause you can't find, if the lake was empty and no balloons were on it, it'd be real easy to spot a life jacket, like a bright mm-hmm. orange life jacket. Right. Or maybe even a head in the water. Like, you could see if someone was kind of bobbing around. Right. But there was just two – yeah, it was, like, literal needle in a haystack because you're looking for something so specific, but everything kind of looks the same. Yeah. So they – that was deeply upsetting. Yeah. These people were missing, and they couldn't – they had no way of searching for them at this point. So it was a total – and complete fuck up like it was just a disaster <laughs> like it's I, I don't know like the fuck up of all fuck ups like I, it it was just so well intentioned so sweet but it was just such a massive massive fuck up <laughs> it's so it's so like sad how the kind of like events must have gone down because you watch there's like this six minute documentary on this it's not a huge you know it's not like a long drawn out thing Mm-mm. they planned for this event they executed it it crashed and burned so quickly but the people who were involved in it literally leading up until like the moment the balloons were released were so excited it brought the entire city together they really thought this is going to be what puts Cleveland back on the map. It's going to turn around our economy. People are going to want to move here. Like, hey. they thought this would solve so much. People were, you know, like, all working together. All Everybody's little bandaged fingers. Like, all these kids. and like. Yeah, there was, like, a lot of them were kids that yeah. were doing this. So it was, like, it was supposed to be this, like, joyful yeah. thing. And it just turned into a horror show. It, and it made them look real, real dumb well it wasn't like a horror show like it was no, like no, the no. balloon the balloons weren't full of blood and like popping <laughs> on people or anything yeah. but like but like it, it 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 started out as this like really fun benign thing and just became this like ugh, really yeah. cringy like oh this is out of control kind of thing yeah sometimes how i feel when people listen to the podcast i'm like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh god they know what my butthole looks like because i've described oh, it so many times no <laughs> i just talked about how i wipe my ass for like 10 minutes straight <laughs> oh, somebody's going to be offended oh no and then i go i don't care bye yeah and then i just drink a drink and i'm like whatever yeah mine's almost gone <laughs> I just literally assume that nobody is listening to this right now, so. <laughs> That's what's so weird on, like, Wednesdays when people, like, quote something we said. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Someone heard that. That's yeah. fucking Oh, God. Crazy. Yeah. Whoops. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, but, yeah, so this it just sucks. I mean, the, the people who organized it, I, I think, kind of just – Shit the bed. Did, they just did the Homer Simpson like into the hedge like well see you later <laughs> <laughs> goodbye um yeah so the aftermath of the of this whole shit show was I mean to be expected uh balloons continued to wash up on the shores of Lake Erie for weeks after mm-hmm. the event. And then Canada had to fucking deal with it because they were on the yeah. other side of Lake Erie and they just saw washed up on their the shore. The current, yeah, the yeah. current took them out onto the lake and the weather, whatever, the wind took it out, out to 
all the way up to Canada, and they're just, and Canada's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> oh, God. Oh. So, yeah. Uh, apparently, Guinness did not officially recognize this event. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's so sad. You can't fucking write this stuff. Like, I I'm I know. Like, of course they didn't. Oh, <laughs> well, doy. Wouldn't, wouldn't you have somebody, like, on... Wouldn't you have somebody like on location oh the entire time you're doing this being like, cool, so is this good? Does this still check out? Do you have the number balloon? Like, we're going to make it, right? We're going to make it into the Guinness Book of Records. Like, no, sorry. Uh. And, okay, but this is what's funny because uh, the project manager of this whole thing, Gizmodo, uh, did like a Q&A with him a few years ago. And his name's Yeah, Tom- after he was like, like 10 years later after yeah. he was like, like i'm 30 years later i've gotten over my shame yeah <laughs> oh yeah that's true yeah uh, uh, uh and i don't know if he's gotten over it he deflected a lot but his name's tom sheridan yeah. and he says that guinness did acknowledge the record but then they said okay this was the most balloons released ever and like closed the category so no one would ever do this right thing again that's um, I think that's I think that's probably correct. Yeah, like, I think that's probably they probably don't want people trying to beat this because it it's bad for the environment and it's bad for the environment. It's it's bad for it's it could go wrong control. in so many ways. Yeah. yeah, there's just like a lot of factors that Kids can get fingers, fucked up. Like it, it, it just yeah yeah it was yeah it, it was so well intentioned, but it wasn't it wasn't great and like. Not um, to mention now United Way is affiliated with us. Like they, you know, yeah. there's like all these names attached to it. Yeah. So, and they spent like $500,000 on this whole thing. Um, Yeah, that's 500000 so, Half a mil. Half like, a million dollars. Like uh, in the 80s, the inflation, yeah. that's like <laughs> a billion dollars. And, <laughs> you know, this guy, so they like, they acknowledged it. They put they like maybe printed it in one edition of the Guinness Book of World Records, probably the 1987 edition. And then yeah, it was they're like, yeah, this thing again. happened, on, and it's like a small print, and yeah, like with an like, asterisk, and it's like, like bye. <laughs> it's like it's like yeah, in the very back in the glossary, it's like oh, by the way, uh, <laughs> this also happened, but like never mention it again. Um, we don't fuck with balloons anymore. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I thought maybe. Uh, so when this guy was commenting on the Gizmodo article, his name was like Hawaii Tom or something. That was like his little the project name. manager. Yeah, the project manager. It was like Hawaii Tom, and I'm like, oh, he like was so ashamed. He was like banished to Hawaii, which I mean, <laughs> banish me, please, because that's amazing. No, he just he just wanted to get as far away from the the, <laughs> the scene of his doo doo on the on the midwest as he could yeah like, he, he really like, he really cleveland browned this whole situation <laughs> cleveland steamered himself really <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but actually he went into like uh set design and and did a bunch of like of the stunt work on broadway and i'm assuming because i'm a dick that he's behind that spider-man turn off the dark snafu that killed a person <laughs> Because this dude's shit is not in line. Oh, Um, now that's just That's slanderous. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just kidding. It's a joke. It's a joke. I don't mean it. But yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I don't know, man. This whole thing is just so sad. And oh, what else happened? Um, The horse lady whose horses got fucked up from this sued the United Way of Cleveland for $100,000 in damages and settled for undisclosed terms. Wow. Um, That's another, like, obviously, United Way is like, God damn it, like, this fucking shit. But, like, because your horses were upset? I don't know. Oh, I think they're very expensive horses. Like, they they were injured. Yeah, but, like, fucking get insurance. I don't know. Like, well, anything you can't can You can't insure yourself against a balloon disaster. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of on her side. Um, I'm not (laughs) the wife of one of the fishermen sued the United way of Cleveland and the company that organized the balloon release for 3.2 million and later settled on undisclosed terms. I mean, fucking 
fair. Oh, no, because again, like they went out the day before and were like, you don't how they who's to say that they were dead already? What if they were still alive and they were like waiting for somebody to rescue them and they were like, like treading water for like hours and you know you don't know that but like a storm could have rolled in like i don't know that uh this was a man-made disaster though they should have been sued but but i I am a lawyer i'm not (laughs) (laughs) i'm not a lawyer i don't know man i think i think this this, i would have i would have definitely like they could have gone missing at night and it was the day before you know what i mean yeah so we don't know all the details on that no. case. Um, and then this is honestly the most upsetting thing to me. Uh-oh. I don't know why. Uh, but there's a quote that um, I found from uh, Cleveland.com did a story on this. And it's like they had pulled a bunch of uh, uh, comments from people who wrote in about it. Um, and... This man wrote in and said, quote, It is most distressing to see pictures of the mass release of helium-filled balloons, as such activity involves loss of a non-renewable resource merely to gratify the urge to observe a visual spectacle. Once released, the helium is gone forever, and this rare gas is hard to come by and is much needed in non-frivolous scientific and industrial activity. Oh, fuck. Yeah. That, that to me, I mean... When did he say this? Was it in the 80s or more recently? I think this person said this in like the probably the 80s or I don't know. Maybe, I don't I don't catch the like context of when this person wrote in about this. I couldn't tell if it was from right yeah. then or or if it was like in in like retrospect yeah. of this years later. That's so I'm not I know, sure. I know it's hard like helium now is like a precious gas. Yeah. Like, like you used to be able to buy helium balloons and all this stuff and now it's like pretty expensive and you can't I, I think it's like a little bit harder to get like it's rationed almost or yeah. something. But I mean, yeah, uh, uh, so many of the things looking back, I feel like they didn't realize what an impact this would make even on the environment or on the air travel that day or whatever. Like they uh, it feels like that wasn't accounted for somehow, but they didn't know as much right i don't know i think it like experiential marketing is much more uh thought through these days yeah well you know also um that tom guy the tom sheridan or whatever his name is yeah that's his name um the project manager that was the very last air stunt like air specific stunt that a city could do or whatever like now everything has to be like grounded it's like it's like they're like in the rule book now of like marketing Mm -hmm. and pr no no uh they're like don't don't pull a cleveland (laughs) (laughs) don't pull a balloon fest like you know (laughs) like they're they're the cautionary kind of tale so um yeah but still i mean the pictures from this event are fucking rad like the video footage, I, I, everything. So I, we had mentioned this earlier, but um, there is a six-minute uh, documentary by this guy named Nathan Truesdell. Truesdell? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Truesdell. Truesdell? Truesdell. Uh, and it's only six minutes long, and I highly recommend people watch it because it's just the, the energy of, like, the – you know event leading up to it and everything you can just like really get the feel for it it's just like a lot of like local celebrities and like news news personalities are like yeah on the scene and everybody's excited and these kids are are stoked and uh you know it's just it's it's kind of a magical little documentary so he really captures that he gets all this like archival footage and just like pieces it all together and does a really good job so yeah and uh the guy that made this uh this documentary um, and it, I think it's just literally called Balloon Fest. Um, uh, he, he got the idea to do this by uh, he like broke both of his arms and was in the hospital and his nurse told him about this event. And he broke both of his arms by pra- practicing for clown college somehow. So, so it all kind of comes clown full. College? It all, I don't think so. Just he regular. says he says in an interview with Cleveland.com. 
quote, late one night I was watching YouTube balloon animal tutorials for my application to clown college. I didn't get in. <laughs> and I stumbled into the table and broke both of my arms. When I was in the hospital, the nurse told me about it. Like, what the fuck? So, I re- this is okay. this is what makes me think, like, Pennywise, the clown from It, was really involved <laughs> in this shit. Like, how the fuck are you going to break both your arms making balloon animals? I don't know what the fuck kind of balloon animal you're making, but okay. what the to clarify, he wasn't making balloon animals. He was oh. watching tutorials on YouTube and stumbled into the table <laughs> and broke both of his arms. Uh, how the fuck do you walk into a table and break both of your arms? I don't. I don't think he walked into the table. I think he, he fucking stumbled. tripped and fell and like you break landed your face awkwardly or something. I, don't I have know. fallen. I have eaten shit and I have never broken an arm. Knock on wood. Yeah, like, same. Knock on wood. I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Uh, I, I, but yeah, I don't understand. I, I'd like to I'd like to dig a little deeper into how that actually happened. But let's call him. Yeah, let's call him. <laughs> He's probably not busy. He didn't get into clown college. So no, whatever. He has this really <laughs> successful documentary. That's won a bunch of awards. Good for him. OK, good, good for him. Um, yeah, I just love that he got like so fascinated with it. And uh, he like wanted to make a longer film. Uh, but there's just not enough. uh <laughs> not enough footage and uh, content to make something that's not super boring. <laughs> do you think? Do you think the nurse was Pennywise? I think so. Like, cause how did that even come up? Like, uh, he was like because oh. because he was like talking about making balloon animals, probably. Oh, and he's and clown go to college. Clown college. Yeah. And she's like, speaking of balloons, this <laughs> here's, here's another disaster that happened because of balloons. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Slightly yeah, bigger I think, in scale, but people were yeah. injured. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I mean, and that's all that we know, like, for sure, of, like, unfortunate things that have happened. Yeah. That happened because I'm sure there's, like, other things that happen. But those are, like, the major things. And I think the the Coast Guard kind of search was pretty fucked up. And yeah. all that was very sad. Um, it could but, have yeah. been worse, probably, though. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it definitely like, could have been worse. Uh, people on the freeway and stuff or whatever were like stopping and gawking and oh you yeah, know, and planes couldn't take off or land or whatever. Like there, yeah, so much stuff kind of happened. I feel like it could have been a lot worse, but it could have been a lot worse. But it's just like the the sheer magnitude of a, of a, a fuck up that this is. It's like if you ever feel bad about fucking up at work, just always think of this. <laughs> <laughs> poor if tom like, sheridan i know he That's did the fuck thing. up like, at work he was able to shake it off and start working on broadway true you know? yeah like, like uh, just put stuff in perspective and be like oh fuck i fucked up this report to this client or whatever yeah. and then be like you know what though at least i didn't release 1.5 million balloons i didn't embarrass into... a whole city and, yeah i didn't embarrass a whole fucking city <laughs> i didn't I didn't put lives in danger because of a shit ton of balloons. Yeah. Perspective. Yeah, perspective. Yeah. Uh, So, but I I urge everybody to look at pictures like Google this shit. Uh, We'll probably post some stuff on the the Facebook page and on like all the social media accounts, the social meds. Social meds, yeah. So people can see this. But, oh man, what a fucking story. Oh, it's so good. I had no idea about this. It's just like one of those things where you're like, oh, this didn't like uh, like this couldn't be that bad. And then like, oh, no, it's that it's like really bad. They were I trying know. to like make themselves look better and they just no. Yeah, it it's just embarrassing. Yeah. It's so embarrassing. It's it just did not. They're very much after that were if they weren't already considered the mistake on the on the lake this really this really did a number this was the mistake on the lake in so many ways yeah but you know what now they it sounds like there's a cool scene there there's like they have a, a a history of contraceptive uh museum there now they have the uh, rock and roll hall of fame rock and roll hall of fame they have Drew Carey. <laughs> Just kidding. That's not cool. No, he's fine. He's all right. Uh, he's a nice man. Yeah. Yeah. He has prices right. Yeah. What do you want? 
Um, <laughs> um, they have all kinds of cool stuff there. If you're from Cleveland, fuck yeah, yeah. go you. Uh, we once, we once ate at a um, Waffle House, not in Cleveland. It was in Toledo. Um, mm. but we've been to Ohio. We've been through there. That that Waffle House could have been anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. It was in Toledo. Holy Toledo. Holy Toledo. It was in Toledo, Ohio. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. I think we're good. Yeah, that's all I got. Um, follow us on social meds. The social meds at DTFU podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can email us. Uh, go to our website, yeah, dtfupodcast.com. Love it. Um, um and check can, check out the patreon if you are yeah find we have patreon now uh check out our facebook group our closed group it's so much fun if you so like fun. hearing this stuff you're gonna love what people are sharing in there it's very on oh, brand yeah. um or else we would delete it uh, yeah <laughs> and kick you out and Just kick kidding. you out and tell you we hate you um no maybe we would um, we would never do that we would just be like bye yeah, I'd be like, um, you're you're done here. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, oh my gosh, what a fun episode. So fun. Ugh. Yeah. I loved it. Me this too. Was I a loved good one. it. It's so good. Really a good change of pace from all the pooping shit. <laughs> yeah. Except the first twenty minutes. <laughs> mm. You right, you right. <laughs> all right. All right, guys. Uh be excellent to each other. Yeah. That's it. Goodbye. Yeah, bye-bye. Yeah, that's all I got. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye.